Pretty Mental family, welcome back. My name is Valentina Sinistera. I am your host, and I am so happy that you guys are here. For all of you new listeners, I'm so happy that you're here. I cannot wait to have this journey with you. And to all of the OG Pretty Mental listeners, I love you guys. Thank you for sticking with me through literally every winding possible turn that you can think of. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And before we dive into today's solo, that's me biting my nails right now if you're on YouTube, but maybe you heard my teeth chattering because it's my first solo like ever, ever doing it by myself. So send me love. I will for sure be opening a portal before I start this to ground in and open up my throat, open up, open up my mind, open up my heart. But before I fully dive in, I want to invite you guys to my next full moon breathwork session. I host a breathwork, a virtual breathwork group every single full moon. It's usually on a Thursday around the full moon. And the next one is September 8th. And it is going to be at 5.30 p.m. PST, 8.30 p.m. EST. I hope you guys can make it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Breathwork is such a potent tool to help you. I mean, multiple levels. It's so it's physical, it's energetic, it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's mental. I'm actually going to talk a little bit about my breathwork journey in this episode, but just a glimpse now. It helped me tremendously with my anxiety and tremendously highlight exclamation point underline bold with tapping back to my intuition. I, oh damn, I literally want to just like dive into it right now because, okay, you know what? Listen to the episode and I'm going to dive into it, but it's amazing. It is amazing. It helps you ground in, connect to your intuition. It helps you tap into your spiritual side if you're already in it or want to. And when I say spiritual, I mean, hearing that voice that's inside of you, essentially your intuition, that is more than who you are, more than this body. It's the universe. It's God. It's your ancestors. It's all of the energies that are walking with you in this lifetime that are helping you, that are guiding you. Breathwork is such a potent tool for that. It is, here I am again, I'm trying to dive into it. Listen to the episode, but I hope you can join me. (laughs) Link is in the show notes. I love you guys. And before we dive in, take in a deep breath with me. We open up this space, calling in our higher selves, calling in all of the energies that walk with us in this lifetime, calling in our ancestors, our guides. We open ourselves up for whatever wants to come through. I open myself up for whatever wants to come through. For the highest healing of myself, our community, everyone they come in contact with, and for the highest healing of the planet. I ground in, open up my heart, open up my mind, open up my throat. I slow down and I come back home. The portal is now open. Woo! 
Hello, you guys. So if you're new to Pretty Mental, I used to do it with my sister. So if you heard me interchanging between we and I, it's because I'm getting used to doing the I thing. But at the same time, as I transitioned back to I, I was like, hold on, this is literally a we thing. So we open up our hearts, we open up our throats, we open up our minds, even though you guys may not be actively in communication on this podcast with me right now. I think it's a beautiful intention to set as you go about your day. It's Life is all about intention. That's something that I really, really hold on to. And I see the potent impact of, with it. When we set an intention, it, it is like planting the seed, planting the root for what we're about to do. Whether it is you're about to go on a job interview or for your day or for a date or for a party, literally wherever I go and wherever you go, you can now do this. I always set an intention. You know, may this be a healing time for both of us. May we get what what we our heart longs for out of this session. May we open up ourselves for miracles during this party that we go to. I always set intentions and it helps me stay open and it really guides the energy that I carry and that I play with wherever I am. So don't know how I got into that tangent. Oh, the portal, but here we are. Okay. So today's solo episode, it is my first one ever. And I am equal parts excited, equal parts nervous because this is the first time that I've ever done a solo episode. And like, what the fuck is about to come through? I don't even know because usually it's me and my sister and we are playing around and what are you going to do? Now you have me. So get used to a million and one accents because this is this is what I do. But if you guys have been listening to a while, you've you've heard it listening to us for a while. You've heard it come in. So for all you listeners, all you new listeners, just some brief background on Pretty Mental. I hosted it with my beautiful sister. Shout out to Paula. I love you for 110 episodes. And she recently decided that her energy was calling her to graduate from the podcast. And of course it was sad. Of course I was grieving. Of course it's, it's still a little sad for me. And I honor her and her journey and I honor her and her spirit. And just as much as I honor me and my spirit. And I know that when I am called to do things that may not really make sense for anyone, but me, it, you know, they don't always make sense for anyone but me. So when she said she was ready to leave the podcast, I was like, what? But also I kind of understood, like, I know where her, where her journey is going right now. And just as much as I wish for me to always listen to my heart and my voice and my spirit, if I wish that for me, I have to wish that for every, every, everyone around me, whether that is a friend, a partner, um, like a lover partner, or my sister, or any family member, if you're in my life, I I encourage that. I want that. I think that that's part of the human journey is coming back to what our soul is asking us to do. And anyone that puts guilt on you for following your heart and your intuition and your voice, don't wear that because we've got to we've got to listen to where the universe is is moving us in this lifetime. This is Earth school. You may or may not agree with that sentiment, but we're here to really find who we are and shed everything that doesn't belong to us, shed everything that we've accumulated that is not ours. And 
rewrite our scripts and free ourselves. And one of the most potent ways to do that is by knowing who we are, learning who we are, and in following that. So now it's me. And one thing that my intuition calls for is sticking with this podcast. I love you guys so much. I love Pretty Mental. I, you know, the Pretty Mental came after a super potent ayahuasca ceremony. And are we surprised? Does ayahuasca has a podcast idea? I had a lot more spiritual insights than that, you guys. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, and it wasn't just my idea, actually. It was the people who were around me and they were like, you should have a podcast. Da, 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 da. It's a longer story. Go listen to episode one. We, we dive into it on there. But I I love you guys and I want to keep watering you and feeding you, feeding this beautiful community. And it's super healing for me. I've My voice has grown so much from being on this podcast and baby girl is not ready to let it go. All right. I'm going to keep, keep doing the thing with y'all and have amazing conversations like the last freaking episode with Aaron Abke. Oh my God. He's amazing. Like dive into his, his YouTube and you guys are going to, I mean, if you didn't see it from the last episode that we recorded, like go further into his YouTube and fall in love with him because every time that I'm like, what the fuck is going on in the world? I need, I need some answers. Aaron has a fucking video for that. He, he studies the law of one. He's a teacher of the law of one, which is this epic spiritual text that is quite dense that I have not yet gone into fully, but shout out to him because he has a way of reading it, taking it in, taking it in and you know, digesting it and giving it to us in a very digestible way. So he's amazing, but I'm excited to keep having amazing conversations like that. I was so energized after that. And I've met a few other, that's the cool thing about being in LA is that there are some epic human beings at just, I'll go to like a breakfast and the person next to me is like, oh yeah, I lived in the desert for 20 years and gave up all, all my belongings and became a shepherd with sheep. Like what? Literally only in LA. So I want to keep having epic conversations with people who may have big platforms or may not have big pl platforms. My main intention is just to have conversations with people who I think are dope and light me up. And I want to know about them and their story and ask them a million and one questions. I'm very excited about it. Another reason why I'm like, okay, this is, this podcast is definitely part of my life trajectory because for as long as I can remember, I've been wanting to be a morning radio talk show host on the Burt show. Shout out to the Burt show. If you are in Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. They're in a few other States now too, but they talk a lot about like celebrity gossip and things like that. And I wanted to be on it, but I knew that that's not fully my thing. I, I like asking people questions and interviewing, but I can't do the celebrity gossip for too long. So I was like, one day I'm going to do something like that, but more mental health related. And like, literally here I am. That's crazy. And did not even realize it fully until I think sometime last year. But I'm going to give you guys a little introduction, a reintroduction to who I am. I am Valentina Sinistera. I am an Aries sun, Scorpio moon, Cancer rising. 
My life path is 33. I am a projector in human design. This is for uh, some of y'all are going to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? But for those who care, there you go. And originally from Colombia, grew up in Atlanta. Now baby girl is in LA. The story of how I came to LA, we talked about that on the podcast. It was pretty wild. I was never supposed to move here. But once I may set the intention, here we go, full circle. I set the intention that I was going to make it a yes trip. I had recently, so at the end of 2020, life, 2020 was actually kind of fucking amazing for me. And I know it was not for a lot of people, so I'm very blessed with that. But it was actually kind of amazing, except for the very end when all of a sudden I broke up from a seven-year relationship. My grandma died and a few people close to me had mental health breakdowns. Oh my God, there's a huge knot in my hair. I'm feeling, I get distracted easily. So, and a few people in my my life had um, mental health breakdowns and people that I really, really loved. It was very, very hard for me. So all of that was happening at once, a breakup, a death, and people around me kind of just kind of crumbling. And that was very hard. So it got to a point where when life throws so many things at you, you're just, I mean, for me, it was like the first one was really hard and the second one was hard, but by it was, and then the third one, I'm like, what else? Like literally what else? I don't even, I'm almost numb at this point. It's almost funny at this point. Like literally what else can happen? And I had the invitation to come to LA before I was like, yes, I'm going to go because a life in Atlanta is just not it for me anymore right now, at least. And before I left, I set the intention to make it a yes trip. I was going to literally say yes. I mean, like within reason to everything and anything that I got invited to. And once I got here, it was kind of magical. It was insane. The people I was meeting, the experiences I was getting, I would say that I wanted something and it would appear to me the next day. I was a manifesting machine. Things were just coming at me very, very easily. And I felt very in alignment here. It was very easy. And my intuition was telling me to to stay. I was not done with the momentum. My my plane ticket, you know, the return ticket, it was getting close to going back to Atlanta and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to cancel it and I'm not going to leave and I'm going to move." And I called my family and I was like, "Hey, I'm not coming back. I'm going to cancel my ticket and sign a lease here." <laughs> and everyone was like, "What the fuck? Are you sure?" And I'm like, "I've never been more sure about something." Yes. And mind you, didn't really have a job because the job that I was in was kind of crumbling from COVID, from the pandemic, and I didn't have a place to stay. And I used to never, so I had one of my best friends lived in LA for like 10 years and I would never visit her because it was just always too expensive for me. And I was like, I don't know. I always just like heard that LA was way too expensive to live in and to travel in. And so I just like never, never came and visit her, which is like kind of dramatic looking back. I could have 
come and visit, but that's just where my mind was at, you know? And now I'm like, fast forward, however many years I was in LA wanting to move no job. The rent everywhere was three times more. I kid you not three times more than the one that I had in Atlanta, but I just didn't care. Like I was so convinced that this is where I needed to be. And that I, once I said, yes, everything was going to fall into place that it, that is literally what happened. I said yes to moving here. I found a place, the place I live in now, I saw a video of it and I was like, that is a dream place for me. Um, I don't, I was about to be like, let me give you a tour, but like, I'm not going to do that because I don't want my house on YouTube, but, but at least not yet. But I, I saw a video of it and I was like, I don't know if I can afford it, but you know what? I'm just going to just say yes to it. And the guy, our manager, leasing manager needed proof that I had a steady income and I did not, but I told him I did. And the day that I was supposed to sign the lease, I got a job the day before out of nowhere. And my manager literally was like, I don't know why I'm hiring you because this is not even an open position, but I just really like your energy and I want you in our company. And you can't even like, you could never have predicted that you could, you can't predict that kind of thing, but it starts with the intention. You say yes. And you have a strong desire to make it happen and you believe it. And you just, you know, leap and the net will appear. And that is fully what happened to me. So here I am in LA now and I love it. People here are magical and I am feeding into pretty mental, still feeding into pretty mental with all the amazing people that I meet here. And let's see, what else, what else do I do? Um, I do breath work. Now I can dive into what I wanted to dive in on the intro. So my story with breath work starts when, hmm, so after I did ayahuasca for the first time in 2019, I, my life literally changed. Like I am Valentina before ayahuasca and I'm Valentina after ayahuasca up to leading up to ayahuasca. I was, I felt like I lived in a box that did not have a lot of oxygen because something inside of me was just, I was always questioning, like, th there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more to this, this life. Like, why are we here? Why are we on earth? Like, you're not about to tell me that I look up at the sky and shit ends at the clouds, you know, and that there's dead people floating in the clouds. And when we die, we just go to the clouds. And that's what I'd been taught, but I knew that there was more, but I had no way of understanding what more was. Um, and I went through a really, really deep depression. I went on antidepressants and life was just, just hard for me. It was dark. It was a shadow. Um, then I did ayahuasca and it, everything that I had wanted to know that in my core was that I knew in my core, but I couldn't even attach my core to my brain. You know, I knew something, but I didn't know how to explain it in my brain. I saw it in ayahuasca. It opened up. I, it sh I shot out of my body and I, it, it just showed me everything that is, that we are, that this is, it just completely it changed my life. And I probably talk about it a little bit more in detail in that first episode. So if you guys are curious about it, go listen to that. 
Um, but yeah, it was life changing. And then a few, a few, oh, and during my ayahuasca trip, I was going back and forth from heaven to hell. And every time that I was in hell, I had a friend who was, he died about a month earlier and he met me on my ayahuasca trip. And I mean, that was nuts, but like he was literally like physically there. It was, it was crazy. And he would always tell me like, let go, let go, let go. Every time I would go to hell. And then every time I was able to let go, I went back to heaven. But the way that I was able to let go was through my breath. And so my breath was a thing that brought me back into heaven. And so just keep that in mind. And then a month later after doing ayahuasca, I was invited to my first, I don't know if it was actually a month, but it was really short after that. I was invited to my first breathwork session. And that I had no idea what breathwork was. I, you know, if someone was just like, come to a full moon circle, didn't even do research on it. I was just, I thought we were just going to go like breathe. I don't know, in unison or something like that. And it would just be really peaceful. I get there. She guides us through the session. I left my body once again. And I went to the exact same place that ayahuasca took me to. I left that session and I was like, what the fuck? was that? And why have I never heard of this practice before? And why does the world not know about this practice before? It was one of the first times that I was able to actually hear my, my spirit, my God, my, like I was channeling the universe on a visceral level, loud and clear. It was crazy. It was nuts. And I, I just felt the, the most peace that I had ever felt in I don't even know when it was, it was a, a, anyone who's done a breathwork session, you're like, I know what she's talking about, but if you haven't just, I hope you can, you can grasp what I'm saying. It was, it was a piece that I had never really felt before because it was almost as if, and Joe Dispenza talks about this. It is a space where you, this is a space where you like man, where you manifest, he calls it, I think like net zero, but it's a space where it's almost like you, it's like a empty zone. You get into an empty zone where nothing exists absolutely nothing. And all that is there is pure awareness. And through that awareness is where you hear yourself the absolute loudest because we are awareness. So you've come back to yourself. You've come back to consciousness. You've come back to awareness. And it was mind blowing. I mean, I had done hundreds, thousands of hours of meditation before. Did has I had never experienced where breathwork took me with meditation. So I think like literally the next day I asked that girl, I'm like, Hey, who trained you and how can I get trained? And I went to one school, then I went to another school for it. And then I started guiding sessions virtually. Some of you guys have come to my sessions. I hope more of you guys come. And by the way, it's, so my sessions are $30 a person, but if you guys ever have a financial issue, not being able to, to pay for this session, let me know. And I'm more than happy to let you in. I don't want finances to be a barrier to entry for such a healing practice. Okay. So come, 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 you're invited. And yeah, I got trained. I started having sessions with people and I fell in love with it. I was, I literally anyone and anyone, anyone who would breathe with me would, I would be like, who wants to breathe with me? Literally come now. I'll fucking, I'll get you there. Cause I would, that's how obsessed I was with it. And it has helped tremendously on my journey. 
And 2022, 2022 for me, I don't know about you guys, but it has been one of the, one of the rockiest years for me. Um, I'm still nowhere near where I was before. Like I'm not depressed, but I've definitely, I've had glimpses of what I've used to feel during this year of feeling like really lonely and really hopeless and really unbalanced and really in my head. And it's been rough. It's been rough. A lot of that has to do with the, well, first of all, I'm in my Saturn return, which that's kind of what they predict when you get into your Saturn return. So if any of y'all are going through it, holy cannoli, like we're in this together. All right. You're not alone. Community is huge and you're not alone. Let me know if y'all are going through it. And if you're also, if it's like kicking your butt, please let me know. I was always under the assumption that if you'd done a lot of self-work on yourself, that your Saturn return would be pretty chill. And like, I swear to God, I came out of the womb doing all this stuff. And what the fuck? To my surprise, I have, it has kicked me in the booty. It has been not easy for me. One of the things that has really helped me through it is my breath work for absolute sure and meditation and community. Oh my God, I cannot stress how important community has been to me. There's something about being with other humans that you tap back into your heart because when you're with other people, you you connect through heart to heart connections. Not with everyone, but those special people out there, they're you, they get you back into your heart. And when you're back in your heart, you're back into who you are, you're you're back home. And the stresses of life, the stresses of whatever, the stories that we are telling ourselves, they they melt away. Because then we also come to the realization that there's a lot of people who are also going through things like we're not alone. And when we are isolated, it's so easy to believe these stories that like, even though we know on some level, like we're not alone, we feel alone. We feel it. We logically understand that other people are going through shit too. But when you're alone, you're like, uh uh-uh. But this is the worst, you know? So I've, I used to isolate myself like crazy when I was in my early 20s. And that made it worse. It made it worse. It made me go into an eating disorder. It made me just hate life even more. Like I literally hated life. It was, it was hard. I have in my home, in my room, in the home I grew up in, there's literally in black chalk or black coal that I stole from Paula's art studio. I wrote on my wall. Like sometimes I feel like I want to run away, but sometimes I'm just too numb to even move. Like (laughs) that is really how I felt. I wanted to, to escape somewhere, but at the same time I knew that where would I escape to? It was numb. And a lot of that was because I was just so completely isolated. I didn't feel like I had anyone who really understood me. And I didn't really, it was hard for me to connect to anyone. And the more I put myself out there, the more I've actually found, hold on. Other people are out there like me too. Other people want to connect with me too. You know, other people find it hard to connect. And those, you know, they put themselves out there and then they connect with you. And it's, it's just everything. Community is everything. So 
if you have the tendency to isolate yourself, this is your message right now to go outside and just start going to events that, you know, have equal interests or interests that you're into. And you'll start meeting people there and start saying, yes, make your life a yes life. Yes to life. Yes to the invitations that you get. When I said yes to life, I got invited everywhere. And then at that, those events, I would meet someone else and they would invite me to another event. And then at that event, I would meet someone else and they would invite me to another event. And slowly I started collecting different friends that really resonated with me. And it's just such a gift to be able to be that open to life. So, so set that intention. I really invite you to, to let a big yes start to transform your life. Um, another, another reason why 2022 has been pretty hard for me was because I've been dealing with, and if you guys follow me on Instagram and have been listening to the show, you know that I have been dealing with uh, PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And essentially it's just a, it's a hormonal syndrome that is incurable, but you have ways to manage the symptoms. And the, the doctors have been wanting to put me on birth control, but I, I've really been fighting it because I mean, I've, I've in the research that I've done with birth control, I'm just, it scares me. It scares me. And also once you get off of birth control, you have the same symptoms again. So I've been trying to heal it naturally, but it's been really, really hard because what it does for those of you who don't know is it, your hormones, they direct everything in your life. And they, because my hormones are imbalanced, my cortisol levels, my stress, essentially the stress hormone has like shot up to the freaking sky. And there's not enough breath work or meditation that I can do to manage it because it's on a, it's on a deeply chemical level now. And side note, let me put a little pin in that real quick. This is why I just, I will never tell you that breath work will be the answer to all things, even though I speak about it really highly because I love it. But if anyone ever tells you that literally anything is the answer to all things, I don't know. It's not. I don't think it, it is. I think that we need a very well-balanced life. Yes, breath work is amazing, but I can't isolate myself and just breathe all day. You know, I need community. I need to, to eat balanced. I need nature. I need fresh air. There's, a, there's, there's never one thing. So I will never sell you on that being the one thing, but I do encourage you guys to develop different buckets of wellness that you can fill up. And it doesn't matter if you're going to therapy every single day of your life, but if you're not out with community, it's hard. So, okay. Coming back to the, the PCOS. So one of the things is it shoots your stress levels to the sky, your cortisol levels. And what that does is it keeps you from sleeping and a host of other things. And when you sleep, it's literally when you recharge and restore, it's essential. I met this guy this weekend and I was telling him about it. He's like, people literally die from sleep deprivation. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know. And it's hard. It's hard. It is hard when you don't when you don't get enough sleep. And I've been at this for a little hot minute. And at the same time, I went 
for the majority of my life, my periods were nuts. First, I would go a year without a period and then I would get a period every three months. And now currently as I am, I get a period twice a month. And also, if this is TMI for some of you guys, welcome to Valentina's world. (laughs) I fully have a podcast and a platform because anything that I experience, I want anything. I want to let you guys know about it. If I to one, so you don't feel alone if you're going through something of your own Two, because why would I hide it? I have no shame over this three, because we're all walking each other home as Ram Dass says. And I believe that there is power in, in sharing our stories. So, and so what's happening now is two periods a month. So what's happening with that is that I'm losing a lot of blood and it is, it's now potentially making me anemic. So anemic, and when you have anemia, you get lightheaded when you stand up, you can easily faint, you are exhausted, you don't have enough energy. So all of that is what I'm dealing with on a physical level. And I'm at a point now where I actually am exploring potentially taking birth control because I, now it's, it's my, I, it's my health. I have to, I can't, my immune system is going to start attacking itself if it gets too, too deep in this. And I went to the acupuncturist the other day and he was touching all my pressure points. And he was saying that, you know, does this help? Does this help? Does this help ease the tension? Cause I, my, the entire right side of my body felt like it was going to explode. It felt so congested. And I was like, no, literally nothing is helping. And he was like, well, your body is not recognizing anything that helps it. It's your body's taking in everything as a threat right now because your system, your physical organs, your system is so unbalanced, which is nuts. And anyone who knows me is probably going to be like, what the fuck? Because I literally am, I do not drink alcohol. I don't even drink coffee. I go to bed at 10 PM with the help of supplements. I, I wake up, I exercise many times a week. I get my son, like I, I do it all. I do everything. And I low key, I'm like, is this my fucking grandma's trauma that I'm holding? Like, is it my, am I having to, to heal this? Because this is not mine. I don't know. I've healed what I can with my stuff. Not really. I'm sure there's more, but, but I I just have this, the suspicion that I'm holding in my body, something that goes beyond even me because I do a lot of things, quote unquote, right. And here I am dealing with something that has become really crippling and many, many tears, many tears. You guys have heard episodes on me where I just completely break down because I'm like, I don't feel like I can hold on to one more thing happening to my body. It's hard. It's, it's interesting when you have a chronic illness, quote unquote, I quote unquote it because I just like, I don't know. It's hard for me to say that about myself. And I don't really know if that's even classified as that, but it is like a chronic thing that I'm dealing with that I've dealt with for many, many, many years. And it's interesting because it had the invitation for me during this process has been to really invite the knowing that I am more than my body, that this, what was causing me and has been causing me a lot of suffering has been me thinking that this was wrong 
Like, no, I'm not supposed to. Like, I know people who deal with that kind of stuff, but not me. That's not something I deal with, you know? I know people who suffer with ailments and chronic illnesses, but dang, that really sucks for them, but that not me. I'm that's not me. And also just not really wanting to accept that I am as exhausted as I am and that I am as depleted as I feel. And on many days, not always, but on many days. So I've really been exploring this idea that, you know what? I like she does, she, Valentina, this body that this spirit has incarnated into is she does have it. And that is what we're working with. And we're not going to fight it. And we are more than this body. We are going to, we're only here for a short period of time. And she, Valentina's body is what is holding us in this lifetime. And we get to experience a beautiful life through her. And at the same time, we are much more than that. We're going to leave. Her body is going to go into the soil and be eaten by worms and trees. And we're going to go on and go into a new body, depending on what you believe. But I do believe that my spirit is infinite and my spirit is timeless and I am more than this body. So I'm playing with this balance right now of not detaching from my body because I don't want to dissociate from it, but really being the 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 greater spirit beyond this body and understanding that this body is very, very temporary and it is how it is in this lifetime. And I, I accept how she is and I'm not going to fight it and I'm going to help her as much as, as much as she needs, but I'm not going to punish her for it by thinking that she's wrong and by, by dismissing anything that she feels. So this is what, this is what I've been really playing with and also playing with the idea that, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tara Brock, but woo, shout out to Tara Brock. I love her. She's amazing. She's an amazing spiritual teacher. And what she's going to be on this podcast, calling it in now, manifesting it now. I love her. But she was talking about being the, you know, like right now, notice yourself wherever you are, just notice yourself. So you are the watcher that is, that is experiencing whatever you're experiencing. But can you now be the awareness behind the watcher? Can you be that awareness? And that has been really powerful for me because when you tap into that, I, your mind kind of goes silent. The, the things, the stories, everything that you tell yourself, it goes silent. And that is who we are. We are that awareness. We are that awareness behind the watcher. And trauma and stress and anxiety, it's fed by our participation in it. It cannot exist if we do not participate deeply in it and react deeply to it and, and get stuck in it. So when I've been feeling these feelings of like hopelessness with my body or exhaustion or stress or anxiety, I have in the past, I would go into like full loops with it. Like, oh my God, yeah, my body, da, 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 da. I'm going to like never be able to figure what this thing is. And like, am I going to be exhausted forever? Oh my God, I'm losing all of my twenties because I'm exhausted. And then you see, and then like my fucking frequency would just plummet. My vibration would go so low in my, my heart. Like I even, as I was saying that my heart started to get like heavy, but instead of falling into 
all of those loopholes, I am now practicing really being, and this is really what meditation is, but being the awareness behind the, the watcher of whatever's happening. So when you get an anxiety like, oh, I'm going to get fired from my job because I didn't respond to that email in time. And instead of being like falling into a loop with that, oh, I know it's going to happen because this person, da, 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 da. no, have that thought and watch that thought. And now be the awareness behind the watcher. So it cannot be fed. That stress, that trauma, that anxiety cannot be fed if we are not actively participating in it. And this is not being indifferent to life. This is not dissociating from life. This is not a, becoming the stories that play in our minds. This is being bigger than them. This is, and as, as Tara says, it, being the ocean and not the wave not all of the waves being the, the ocean of it all. And that is what we are. We are infinite beings. We are more than these stories. We are not even these stories. We are not these stories that we tell ourselves, these things that we subscribe to, but we become them because they are what's actively playing in our minds and ruminating in our minds. And then they begin to create the realities that we live in. And where every time we allow these stresses and these anxieties to take over, what happens is, is that the, that muscle gets so strong that that is what we become used to. And we spend years and years and years, you know, being stressed out, out of our minds, waiting for the other shoe to drop in every situation with a relationship or with a job or with a friendship or with whatever, because we're replaying these stories over and over and over again. So how can they not become our realities? How can they not? How can we not feel hopeless at the end of the day? If we're literally telling ourselves that and feeding the stories that tell us we're hopeless and helpless. So the next time these things happen, become, uh, uh, watch it, watch those stories, watch those feelings, watch those thoughts. And now be the awareness behind the watcher. And just notice what change happens in your body and in your experience and in your reality when you are not falling into every single story that your mind tries to, to take you on. That has been helping me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And again, it's essentially meditation. So you can actively do this out of, you know, you don't have to be sitting down with your eyes closed. Just watch yourself throughout the day. If you have the, if your anxiety, if you're like me and anxiety tends to hit first thing in the morning, if the first thing that comes to your mind is like, oh my God, I have so much to do today. It's like, instead of being like, oh yeah, this is what I have to do. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all of this list. And how am I going to get it all done? Woo. Take a breather and watch, just watch that. I have so much to do today. Okay. Now, can you just be the awareness behind that and let it, let it flow out? Don't, don't feed it. Don't feed it. Don't let it take over your experience and practice doing that. And the more we do that, we allow the energy to spiral upwards as we talked about in the last episode with Aaron Apke and it leaves us. What happens when we start to feed these stresses, it gets blocked. That energy has, energy wants to move. We've talked about this in the podcast before too. It, it, energy wants to move. That's the nature of energy. The, the, it wants to take momentum and move, but when we feed a particular thought or stress, it, we're, we're feeding and it gets lodged inside of us. We're not setting it free. And that's when we start, you know, life becomes heavy. 
but when we become the awareness behind it all, we allow it to move through us and move through us. And so we, you were, we arrive fresh to every new experience. We arrive present and we are here ready to co-create with the universe because everything happens in the present. And so when you are releasing all of the stories that are holding you down, you're able to be present and you're able to be an active participant of life. And I believe that that's when heaven on earth starts to come because I do believe that we are around heaven already. You know, our minds can take us into hell or they can take us into heaven, regardless of what's around you, regardless of what your external life goes through. You know, when I, when I first moved to LA and my PCOS symptoms actually got worse in LA. I don't know if it's the water or what, but they got holy Janoli cannoli. They got so bad in LA, but I was like a happy little butterfly dealing with all of these things because I was not getting stuck on them. I was not getting stuck. Also, it helps when you're in a new environment and you have new stimuli and there's a lot of science backing the, you know, your, your mind creates new, new pathways when you expose yourself to new, to new places. So there was a little bit of everything, but I was fully not holding on to any story. Nothing was holding me down. I was on top of the world. Yes to life. I was moving forward and it was amazing. But now I've been here for a year and a half and it's not so new. And, you know, this is just what I'm going through. And I fully believe that I can get back there. I fully can. And as I work on my health and as I work on everything else and as I work on, you know, along the journey of, of healing or becoming becoming, I don't want to say becoming whole. Cause I feel like we are, I already am whole. We all already are whole, but in the journey of balancing out my system again, I can make it a lot lighter by not clinging on to these stories and creating greater stories for myself, greater stress for myself. So that that's where I am with that. And <clears throat> I really do invite you guys to do it as well. And I'm super excited to to hear back. If you, if you feel so called, let me know. Let me know how you feel after doing that. Better yet, let me know in the reviews or the ratings. Be authentic. I'm not asking you guys to go on there and give me five stars and give me like, this is podcast is gold. I would love that. But, it, you know, just be authentic. Be you. Give me the real deal. It doesn't have to be rainbows and butterflies. I want to see what you guys think about the podcast and what what you feel, what you feel in being in this community. That stuff means so flipping much to me. I love it. So here's your invitation. It would mean a lot to me. Mwah, thank you. And another thing that I've been doing on this health journey, and I'm super excited to talk about this with you guys because it has been a game changer, has been community acupuncture. So I started acupuncture when I first moved to L.A., and it was like 200 bucks. All right. I don't know how much it is where y'all are, at, but LA is expensive. And it was 200 bucks. And my guy was like, your kidneys are toxic. Your liver is toxic. You're so unbalanced. You have too much heat in your body. You have the PCOS is causing all of this stuff. You must come in twice a week for a few months. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. He literally just painted a picture of like death. I, my fucking kidneys are toxic. What? Okay. Here I am. I will give you my life savings to heal me. And I was paying 
four, like 200 bucks every single time I would go in and I was going in twice a week and I did it for a few months. And then I was like, I'm about to be broke. I can't, I literally cannot keep this up. So I had to stop. The thing about acupuncture is that it, it literally works at a sloth space, but it actually works. So I couldn't notice anything for a few months. And then finally I, my body started feeling different, like balanced. I was sleeping without any supplements for the first time in ages. I was, I was feeling just an, an energy that I hadn't felt in so long. I was feeling like whole, my body was feeling whole. Like I realized how exhausted I had been. And I know I just said, I didn't want to say I wasn't because we are already whole, but I really was. I was like, holy shit, I feel more whole than ever. And it started working, but I literally had to quit right after because I couldn't afford it. So I ended up doing some research and I found out about community acupuncture recently. Community acupuncture is where you pay $25, you guys. Okay. Some places are like 40 or 50, but I found a place that was $25 and you sit in a room with people. It's, it's less expensive because you're sitting in a room. So you have to share a space And I kind of like that anyway. I think it was, it's pretty cool being in the same room as a few people. You don't really talk, but I, I like the communal aspect of it. You're not just alone in a dark room with needles on like every inch of your body. You're in a dark room with people with needles on every inch of your body. So it's a little better. And I am now back into that and we'll see how it goes. But man, if y'all are dealing with something physical or hormonal, or I don't even know, people go to acupuncture for everything and you can't afford acupuncture, look it up. Okay. I know these alternative healing practices can be super expensive, but community acupuncture near me on Google. Okay. Let me know. I love you. There you go. All right, you guys, I think that's it. Like how far have we gone? That's a good amount of time. I was like, what am I going to talk about? I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about anything. And here I am. And I'm like, my throat is literally dry because I've talked so much. Let me take some water. All right. So there we go. That is the intention for that first episode for this first episode was a reintroduction into pretty mental into, well, I guess I haven't. Okay. Okay. So before we even go into that, let me talk a little bit about Pretty Mental. This this community and what it means to me and who we are is a community of, I've always been obsessed with the quote, we are just walking each other home by Ram Dass. Because I really feel like we are. I really, really feel like we are. Heaven on earth, community is a big part of that. And this community to me is us walking each other home. It's me showing up with our guests, sometimes alone, sometimes with guests, raw and vulnerable and authentic and giving you the ooey gooey details of my life because sometimes I'm like, literally, why am I doing this? But no, honestly, I want to because I I like to share this with you guys. And I... It's it's interesting literally talking to a microphone and not knowing who's listening. And you're like, now, now y'all know how many periods I get a month. Amazing. I have no idea who's hearing that, but there we go. But at the same time, I know I've listened to a lot of podcasts where people are just really real and authentic with 
all parts of their lives, the good, the icky, the everything. And it has made me feel I'm like, I feel like you're a homie, even though I've never met you, even though I don't know who you are. I only know, you know, everything that I've learned in your, about your journey, but it, it's, it brings a sense of peace to me. And when I was going through my long depression, podcasts are what got me through just listening to people's stories about hope and loss and love and heartbreak and just everything. It made me feel like I wasn't alone and it gave me hope. It gave me hope. So this is what I, this is what pretty mental is. And this is what it's going to continue to be. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being on this journey. The intention of this first episode was to really give you an intro on I'm pretty mental, a reintroduction. I'm pretty mental, a reintroduction for all of our old listeners and all of our new listeners to who I am, to, to who the host of this, this podcast is and then talk a little bit about my health journey and just what, what's been going on. So I hope you guys enjoyed that first episode. We'll see how these solos go. I really, really am so grateful for you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, for being here. Remember to keep breathing. Remember to keep slowing down, slow down and come back home. I love y'all so much. If you guys want to keep up with me and just come engage with me, come on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active of all the platforms. We have our videos up on YouTube, but not really any action <laughs> goes on on there. It's really, it's really the, the podcast platforms and Instagram. So come to my Instagram. I am at valentina.sinistera. I'll put it in the show notes and let's chat about all things. Y'all are really my community. And every time that I can match a face with a listener, gold rainbow pours out of, pours out of my eyeballs and my heart. So here we are. I love you guys. Again, how many times am I going to tell you I love you? I can tell you a million and one more times and it's never going to get old. What are you going to do? Mwah. Thank you for listening. Tune in every other Monday. And what else? What else do I want to say in this, this exit? That's it, y'all. Okay. Peace out. Mwah, mwah, mwah.